It's time for the February 26, 2016 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a view askew of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. I'm Mike Caspar. Mahler? Yeah, there he is. A super predator dog. Barking away out in the distance. And today, we'll be talking about Cyclone Winston, Subcomandante Marcos, Petro Peru, Ghost Rallies, the Supreme Court, Eric Garner, and more. But first, good news for moderns, Mike. Oh, That would be you and me. Yeah. Researchers discovered that pancreatic cancer is actually four separate diseases. That's crazy. That is four separate diseases. Yeah. Oh. That oh. sounds like some. What is that? Certs is a breath mint. No, it's the uh, it's a candy mint. It's a candy mint. No, oh. it's four, four separate diseases it's a, in one. It's a each suppository. with okay, different genetic triggers and survival rates. Oh, so so this discovery will mean more accurate diagnosis of treatments, excellent, and treatments. And the findings also include ten genetic pathways. These researchers found ten genetic pathways that can give you cancerous tumors the, in pancreatic cancer. And some of these pathways are related to bladder and lung cancers, so that opens up the possibility of using treatments for those cancers to treat pancreatic cancers. And so they're seeing some relationship here. And they're, uh, they're like when you say cancer, somebody has cancer, you're, you're kind of like saying, uh, you know, they, they've got something we really don't know what it is yet, and there's hundreds of thousands even of different uh, kinds of cancers. So it's not a very specific disease right. when you call it cancer. Right. And we're finding that now the pancreatic cancer is four separate different diseases. Yeah, that's it, crazy. You know, and uh, kudos to President uh, Obama yeah. for launching uh, a concerted effort in the same way um, back in the 60s they had the uh, the campaign to keep people from smoking and that kind of stuff. This uh, This is a good one. It, because yeah. they are zeroing in on these uh, genetic uh, um, remedies for cancer. There's all kinds of things that are going on, targeting it with, with viruses yeah. that attack the cancers. That's good to know. I mean, it's yeah. good that they've, they're beginning to really kind of parse this stuff out in a way that they can go after it. Good. Meanwhile, they should just stop throwing crap in the ground that causes cancer. Well, yeah. and as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, the fact that we were above ground nuclear testing for about a decade and a half probably isn't helping the fact that there's a lot of environmental causes of cancer in this in this country. So, yeah, that's I, yeah, I agree. The Pacific Island of Fiji. That's where you get that bottled water, right? Isn't that Fiji bottle? <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, that doesn't come from Fiji. It comes uh, from like Fiji, uh, yeah. which is a town outside of Paris, California. Yes. By the I way, you're know. about to tell us about a very severely depressing bit of news. Go ahead, tell us. About the storm? Yes. That's what I was going to say. This, this is uh, Cyclone Winston. Yeah. And uh, it was going like 200 miles per hour there. It was the most powerful storm ever recorded in the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, amazingly, it killed 17 people only, only, but it flattened like entire villages just ripped through there. And now there are groups that have warned that of a looming health crisis because a lot of the fresh water yeah. has been polluted. blocked up and yeah. polluted with salt water. So they're having a hard time getting people water. And uh, so the largest recorded storm in what part of the world? The South. What do they call it? The South Pacific? 
Well, it's the southern hemisphere. Southern hemisphere. Yeah, that's Some what they call it. That's a lot. Yeah, that's the that, bottom that, half That's there. the bottom half of the world. Or the uh, top and, half. And by the way, the last- It could uh, be the side <laughs> half. We don't know. <laughs> okay, whatever. Yeah. It's Go ahead. Scary. No, I'm no, I'm, oh, that's all it is, is that uh, we, we're experiencing the, the uh, greatest, uh, the highest temperatures ever recorded per yeah. year uh-huh. uh, for the last three years running, and now storms are super storms. Yeah. They're not just regular old storms anymore. Yeah, it's all it's all liberal media conspiracy yeah, though because stuff, yeah. we really aren't having the worst storms. It's just kind of normal, isn't you, it? You realize that the causes of climate change, global warming, are they don't read the newspapers. They don't vote for the Republicans or Democrats. Uh-huh. They those those entities do not care what we think about what's happening. Well, researchers found greenhouse gas emissions largely stemming from fossil fuels are causing oceans to rise faster than at any point in the past 28 centuries. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty long uh, time there. If we burn fossil fuels as per right now, you know, you just keep going with it. Yeah. Ocean levels could rise as much as four feet by 2100. And you're thinking, well, four feet. But here's the deal. When the ocean, when salt water is covering... You know, freshwater supplies. Yeah, and and it's it's going up and rotting out the bottom of your car and rotting everything around, and you can't. The roads are closed. Then your your house on the Newport Peninsula, well, is not not around anymore. <laughs> but meanwhile, real estate uh, prices continue to rise on the Newport Peninsula. Is that right? Yeah, which is further proof that money doesn't buy you brains. <laughs> <I'm kidding. coughs> Oh now let's move on to the bomby countries. In Syria, bomb attacks around the Syrian capital of Damascus and in the city of Homs killed at least 150 people. ISIL claimed responsibility for the attacks, which came the day, the same day, exactly that Secretary of State John Kerry announced a provisional agreement between the U.S. and Russia on a ceasefire in Syria. So, you know, maybe they're a little bit ticked at that. I don't know. And a UN report says all sides in the Libyan conflict, moving over to Libya now, are likely guilty of war crimes, including torture, rape, and the execution of prisoners. So basically, it's just a gang fight with lawless thugs there. Right. By the way, I just heard a fascinating explanation as to, there are two reasons that are not talked about in the press for the Syrian civil war, the Syrian yeah. uprising. First of all, well, three reasons. They wanted a more democratic and open society, people in Syria. But the other two reasons that aren't talked about a whole lot is that there was a tremendous environmental um, uh, crisis going on in Syria. Syrian farmers were unable to get fresh water as a mm. result of climate change. Yeah. This is not something that's talked a lot about. And those farmers began to lobby the government, and they were summarily either thrown in jail or shot or something horrible happened. So that caused a lot of unrest. And the third thing is a power struggle between the Syrian ally of Russia and the United States ally of Qatar for a oil pipeline that was to go through Syria into Turkey. This, the Russians didn't want it because it was going to impact their business in Europe because that's where the natural gas was heading. Uh -huh. the, the United States and Qatar wanted it because they have, I think, the second or third largest reserve of natural gas in the world. Uh -huh. And they want somewhere to, and Europe is a, a great market for them. So nothing that, I never hear this talked about, but this is a very credible report on on this this aspect of what's going on in Syria. Yeah, it's a cause and effect that we don't hear about nothing for the whole about war. This. Yeah. I've never heard. An Islamic State cyber team 
threaten two Silicon Valley tech guys. Yeah. And posting a 25-minute video online that shows bullet holes over the faces of Twitter's Jack Dorsey and Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, they're threatening them. Both companies recently stepped up efforts, that's, you know, Twitter and Facebook, to block postings and accounts that promote violence and Islamic State right. propaganda right. after White House officials complained that social media companies weren't doing enough mm -hmm. of that kind of stuff. So now they're threatening, uh, you know, uh, CEOs in the country. Right. New government documents show that the number of private contractors hired by the Pentagon in Iraq has increased eightfold. Over the past year. Oh, so we're getting lots of private contractors in Iraq. There are currently more than 2,000 private contractors. There were 250 last year. Right. Now there's 2,000 right. in Iraq. Right. Right. This comes as the Pentagon also increased the number of U.S. troops to 3,700. Right. We call them human beings here, not troops. But, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. The Turkish government halted the construction of a new copper mine because massive protests by residents who don't want their local government destroyed. Yeah, that's that's they don't want their local environment destroyed. Where this is government, where, but this is in Turkey. Turkey, yeah. They halted construction because people just said, "No, we don't want yeah. that crap here." Right. Local uh, last week, local locals, people that live around there. Mm -hmm. You know, like you live around here. I live around and here. And they're building you a copper mine here. next yeah. door here. And, yeah. and you're going, well, I don't know about that. Anyway, they blocked the road to prevent construction trucks from assessing the mine site. Turkey's prime minister said the construction of the mine was on hold pending a court decision. Erdogan's so an a-hole. prime minister, yeah, I gotcha. is an a-hole. And and that's a political, that's kind of a scientific uh, technical term really? for him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, copper mines tend to pollute the environment in oh, a yeah. sig very significant way. So um, so I could understand why that would happen. Yeah. And a new report by two Israeli human rights groups accuses the Israeli Shin Bet Security Agency of abusing dozens of Palestinian prisoners at an interrogation facility. This is an Israeli group saying that their security agency is abusing Palestinian prisoners. The report says the combination of conditions both in and outside the interrogation room constitutes abuse and inhuman degrading treatment, at times even amounting to torture. Even. Yeah. And let's turn our attention now. Mahler, are you with us? Yeah. He's going to sleep over there. He curls up, you know. <laughs> he, does. he curls up there over in the weeds. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Mahler. Migration matters, Mahler. Yeah, you got that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's right. Yeah, that's right. A French court decided to evict thousands of people in Calais. They call it the jungle over there. That's, you know, I don't. I think it's kind of a racist term. It sounds like it might yeah. be. Yeah. Anyway. That's, that's the place where they're trying to get to Great Britain, right? Yeah, and it's close to, yeah, they can, you know, get swim over there, whatever they do, yeah, take yeah. a canoe. You know, a nice sightseeing tour mm, over the mm, channel. Yes. That's, sure. This is France's largest refugee camp, Calais. And the refugees were told to move into shipping containers, but there's not enough room. They don't have enough containers for them, but they're being told to go over there and sit in these shipping containers outside of their little makeshift village. Governments are crazy, aren't they? Well, People spend a lot of time, they build a little village. Yeah. And the government says, well, you know what? Here are some shipping containers. Forget what you built. <sighs> 
And in Germany, the government condemned the actions of a mob who ambushed a bus carrying refugees. And a couple days after that, a shelter for refugees was set on fire while a group of onlookers cheered. I suppose they were uh, Trump supporters. Uh, and then uh, Italian authorities say that they have rescued more than 700 people from boats off the coast of Libya and recovered the bodies of four others. So it's still uh, you know, a major problem yeah, over there. Yeah. More than a problem. It's a, it's a catastrophe. It is. Meanwhile, Macedonia closed its border to Afghans. You know, no Afghans allowed. Yeah. It reclassified the refugees as economic migrants meaning they can't obtain political asylum. Yes, that's right. So, you know, I guess they've decided that economics doesn't have anything to do with politics. Right. And the U.S. has done that as well. Brilliant. When, when, yes, when it comes to the people fleeing from Central and South America, or mostly Central yeah, yeah. America, and uh, have reclassified them in that same way. Oh, you mean they're starving? Well, that's economics. Yeah. yeah. That's it has nothing not, to do with yeah. politics. Go back. The European Union and Prime Minister and Prime Minister... It says the European Union yeah. and Prime Minister David Cameron agreed that the United Kingdom would be exempt from the obligation to pursue an ever closer union. Those are the quotes. Wow. So they don't need to get into the union so much. They That's can kind of stay deal. on the air. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Britain has always been uh, hesitant, to, to put it mildly, to be in the EU. Yeah. They did oh, not wanted to. They did kind of kicking and screaming, but uh, now there appears that they're on their way yeah. out of This the is one of those news stories that is going to be a big news story. It is. In June, uh, precisely June 23rd, Cameron said would be a referendum date on whether his country would exit the union. And they will vote to exit the union. Yeah. And the, 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 one of the practical uh, ramifications of this is that EU has a currency. They have the euro and one of the one of the kind of the the bulwark of this working is that all of the all of European nations participate in that economic currency. Yeah. Otherwise, it starts to undermine, and it's already in kind of shaky state because of the Greece. situation with Greece yeah. and bankruptcy and Germany essentially shouldering most of the load there on uh, debt relief, although they have been imposing draconian uh, austerity measures on Greece. So this is going to get, yeah, you're right, this is going to be a big deal. Well, and not only that, it's kind of a symbolic thing, the euro, in yeah. in that uh, Europe was, I wouldn't say falling apart, but it was fragmented. Right. And they were trying to pull themselves together so that they could uh, move more in uh what do you want to say? Together. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I'm losing the word. Yeah. But so uh, financially, right. uh, politically, and, and politically, militarily, NATO, all so these other things compete. are related to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all, lots and lots of things. Uh, North Korea's state run newspaper unveiled 375 new party slogans, Mike. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you you like you have a new slogan for him, Mahler, for the for uh, North Korea? Oh yeah. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Oh well, that's that's good. Well, that's yeah. a good one. I like that uh -huh. one. Yeah. I think what Mahler just said was that uh, this is one of the uh, slogans for the Maze Worker Party Congress. And who doesn't like a good <laughs> just, Workers' Party Congress? Anyway, uh, what, what Mahler was saying is make the whole country seethe with a high-pitched campaign for producing greenhouse vegetables. <laughs> that's, that's that's pretty much that's it, huh, Mahler? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, oh, he's, you know what? Yeah. He's, he's pretty upset. He's pulling up carrots oh, out well, there yeah, right now. Yeah, and he's, also, I think he—that's why he was talking to that attorney. 
What? He had a, he had a copyright on that one. Really? Yeah. And they That's just, Mahler's slogan? That was Mahler's slogan. And they just, they just, yeah, I know Mahler. I'm with you on this one. Make the whole country seethe, my little pooch. <laughs> and in South Korea, organizers held a ghost rally to protest crackdowns on the right to assembly. Members of Amnesty International Korea projected holographic images of protesters holding signs and carrying flowers onto a screen in a public square. I love this story. Yeah. I so, this is, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. So police right now are trying to decide whether the ghost rally was really a rally, yeah. whether it violated the law, and who to punish. Yeah. Which is, I think is wonderful. This is yeah. one of those amazing, yeah. whoever came up with this idea, kudos to them. Yeah. Because this is only the beginning, trust me. Yeah. You're going to see hologram related protest yeah from I, now I until... they do that you know academy awards <laughs> yeah, give exactly. me some of that stuff exactly yeah. up on stage can yeah. you imagine Woo! a hologram protest yeah. black black lives matter protest on academy awards and a hologram oh my god in peru the state oil company owned up to spilling at least three thousand barrels of crude oil in the amazon after ruptures in peru's main oil pipeline yeah that's ugly down yeah, there. They, I don't know if you saw the, you know, just the locals there trying to, they're just covered in oil. And they got kids apparently down yeah, there trying to Yeah, clean kids cleaning this up. Yeah. The oil spills contaminated two rivers used as a water source by at least eight indigenous communities. In Brazil, a capuchin monkey was captured by a local fire department after a video was posted showing the monkey drinking at a bar and then chasing customers with a foot-long knife. <laughs> Yeah. He must have been a Trump supporter, I guess. I don't. Well, could have been a relative. Uh you know, and um you well, and also I I you $10 for this beer and then that's when he grabbed the knife and started running around the bar. And one for my friend over here. 10 bananas for this beer and then he just went nuts. All right, all right. That's That's got loads of possibilities. Panama began flying more than 1,000 U.S.-bound Cubans to northern Mexico. The Cubans, that's Panama. The Cubans were trapped after Central American countries closed their borders to them. They were trying to reach the U.S. because thawing relations between the U.S. and Cuba could end U.S. asylum rights for Cubans. So, you know, they they can't just come over here anymore. Costa Rica launched similar flights for some 8,000 Cubans that are trapped there. That's that's an interesting angle. And in Mexico, a federal court ruled criminal charges against Zapatista leader Subcomandante Marcos. Marcos was no longer valid more than two decades after they first lodged those complaints. The Zapatistas launched an uprising on the day the North American Free Trade Agreement went into effect. That would be January 1st, 1994. Uh, Mike and I were part of the Zapatista movement. Yeah. We? yeah. I was subcommandante stinky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you remember that? that <laughs> yeah. Was a, it was yeah. a period of my life I just don't like to talk about a lot. But uh, yeah. Well, you yeah. should be proud. Yeah, that, I am now. What was that? For... Remember, uh, who was pushing the North, North American Free Trade Agreement to the unions, remember, in Santa Ana? There was some representative of Clinton that came out here. Yeah. And you and I were privy to this going on. And they walked into a bunch of union guys. Yeah. And they're saying how great NAFTA's going to be. Uh, and they were nearly strung up. You know who it was? Who? It was it was Hillary's brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was his, it was his yeah. brother. And it was... Yes, a preview of coming attractions. Hillary's yeah. brother was out here in Santa Ana pushing NAFTA yeah. hard. 
on the yeah, like in the early 90s yes, yeah mid mid 90s actually well yeah. nafta went into effect in 94 i'm yeah. thinking this was during when they were yep. talking about putting it into effect yeah so clinton it was been... elected in 92 and yeah, they were pushing probably 93 NAFTA, right? yeah. yeah that's why ross perot ran in 96 against yeah. uh, big bill yeah subcomandante marcos and stinky well, no, you weren't charged with a rebellion, but no, Marcos no. was charged with rebellion, yeah, terrorism, yeah. and other crimes. Yeah. But under Mexican law, these charges expire when half the possible prison term has lapsed mm-hmm. for the most serious charge. So he's off the hook, I guess, yeah, yeah. which is good. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. It seems like this was a targeted person because he didn't go along with what the U.S. wanted. Yeah. And his, oh. by the way, and his involvement wasn't just related to NAFTA. This wasn't, it was about a whole slew of other human rights violations. There's a whole bunch of things going on at the time that this was going on yep. with NAFTA. So. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I know, I know. All right, Mahler. I think it's time for secret stuff. Be quiet now. Be quiet. Privacy advocates. Privacy advocates rallied at Apple's stores across the U.S. to praise the company for refusing to provide a backdoor allowing the government to break into its iPhone. Now, that might all be PR, and it makes good PR. But nevertheless, Apple said it will resist a court order to help the FBI hack an iPhone recovered from one of the San Bernardino shooters. The Justice Department is now demanding Apple help it unlock at least nine other iPhones. And then Apple is arguing in court And these are new court papers from yesterday that a federal judge overstepped her authority and violated the company's constitutional rights when she granted an order compelling it to help unlock a terrorist iPhone. So they're saying this is constitutional. Yeah. The order, they say, violates the First Amendment's protections against forced speech, in this case, written computer code, which is already a precedent. Right. That written computer code does uh, count as free speech. And the Fifth Amendment is violated, which guards against government incursions on property and liberty. Right. Now, I I don't know if you have this part of the story that apparently Apple is now writing an application that Uh will make it increasingly more difficult. Unbreakable is what they're saying, which is a great PR move for people. Well, I want to believe. Look, I want to believe this. I really want to believe that Apple is stepping up on on privacy. Uh, I I don't. I don't know. Well, the only thing is, is. Yeah, here they're doing it in China, not so much. They, right? they go oh, into see, they have their iPhone in China, which they've, they've allowed the government to censor a lot of things yeah. and, and look into a lot of things. So it's it's a bit hypocritical. Uh, that's what I was afraid you were going to say. At the but, same yeah. time, though, it's uh, yeah. it's U.S. law against Chinese law. Right. So Yeah, yeah but if they pass the TPP, I'm not sure those laws don't get blurred to the point oh, of yeah. extinction. So yeah. um, yep. on that kind of stuff. A batch of documents released by WikiLeaks revealed that the NSA spied on communications regarding international climate change agreements, including in negotiations in 2008 between UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon. Right. I love saying that. I know. It's a great name. Yeah. I could say General Ban Ki-moon all day. <laughs> and German Chancellor Angela Merkel. Not so much. No, it's, it's okay. I like saying Merkel. Merkel's. It's it's kind of like Urkel, you Merkel, know, Merkel, yeah. uh, who the U- NSA had re- reportedly been spying on for decades. The NSA listened in on a private meeting between the two leaders ahead of the 2009 conference in Copenhagen and gleaned information about their hopes that the European Union play a major role in climate change mitigation 
2009, a, a year that will go down in infamy for the opportunity missed at Copenhagen. Yeah. Uh, by the way, there's sort of this schizophrenia uh, uh, in within our society about global climate change, global warming. I say those two together now. I feel like I and need global to Global warming, climate change. Yeah. Um, and that the, the U.S. military is absolutely and utterly convinced that climate change is a national security threat, and they have are beginning to yeah. take steps well, to address it. Is. It. it is. Uh, and the NSA apparently finds the uh, even the idea of negotiating some kind of an agreement that will mitigate climate change to be a national security issue to yeah. the extent that they need to spy on world leaders in an environment where they're negotiating these treaties. So, uh, so just, you know... Pound That's sand. crazy. Stuff. These people. These, well, the, you know, the, the thing is, too, is this is what they gleaned, according to this yeah. document, that the European Union was going to play a major role in climate change mitigation. That's what they gleaned from this. They really needed to break into the. the I think they were security. saying that were they out loud. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what I could have guessed that. I mean, who would say that the European Union did not want to be a major player in climate change mitigation? Right, right. Italy summoned its U.S. ambassador after reports the NSA tapped the phones of former Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi and his aides in 2011. Italy said it wanted specific clarifications from the NSA about Italian uh, after Italian news outlets reported on the spying. So they wanted to know exactly how this thing was going down. So you know. our ambassador got called into Berlusconi's or No, our ambassador, they, they uh, yeah, they, yeah, they called yeah, him in and yeah. said, uh, What the hell? Yeah, yeah. What's going on here, specifically? Yeah. 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 There we go again. <laughs> Listen to him. Yeah, come over closer to the mic, Molly. Let people hear you. Yeah. That's good, Mahler. Good growl, Mahler. Yeah. Good boy. Good boy. Very nice. Very nice. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California. And now it's time for Mahler's favorite part, Drones in the News. You know, Mahler disbanded his drone club. Did he know? Yeah. Why did he do that? I don't he's know. Cause he's, he's got a short attention Yeah, I was just going to say that. He just doesn't stay on things <laughs> yeah. for very long. Remember when he was building his ark? Yes, yeah. I do. I was just going to say. He's, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Now it's just a pile of decaying wood out yeah, there. Yeah, out he's, in the redwoods. Out in the redwoods. It just yeah. sits there. It's a monument to his inability to finish anything. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. The Italian government began allowing the U.S. military to use an airbase on Sicily to launch drones for U.S. military operations in Libya and across North Africa. U.S. officials say the use of the base is only for defensive operations until they get permission to use it for offensive operations. Like last Friday's uh, offensive operation, which killed about 50 people, including two Serbian hostages. Yeah, it's funny how they write this. You know, I'm reading the story so I can kind of transpose it. And that's essentially what the sentence said, yeah. that they're, they're only going to use it for defensive operations until, until they get permission to use it, uh, or yeah. defensive, until they get permission to use it for offensive. Yeah. Uh, but they cloaked it in such a way that you went, oh, they're only going to use it for uh, defensive operations. Yeah. Oh, no. no. Clear civilian deaths caused by U.S. drone and jet strikes in Afghanistan reached their highest point since 2008. At the height, that's the height of the Afghan war, yeah. and we're back to those levels again. So we got more troops in Iraq yeah. than we've ever, than we've uh, had in quite some time, including a lot of military uh, contractors. 
Uh, we're doing a lot of stuff in Afghanistan again. Eight times the military contractors in that area. And this is the president who said we're going to end these two wars. Right? Yeah, eight years later. Eight years. Eight years later. Already the longest war in American history, Afghanistan. Already by a long, by a, quite a bit now. All right. The Federal Aviation Administration asked a task force compared, composed of stakeholders, that's stakeholders, from both the private and public sectors to produce a report by April Fool's Day with recommendations about how to safely allow drone flights over people. In other words, they want, yeah, that's, that's what even the, the wording used, over people. The FAA will pursue a flexible performance-based regulatory framework. This is, you can tell that's not me talking. <laughs> and that addresses potential hazards instead of a classification defined primarily by weight and speed. So what they're doing is they're not just doing the hard measurements on the drone and saying that's not allowed. What they're looking to is maybe how, how groovy it can fly. You know, and, and, of course, they're going to be listening to Google and Amazon tell them how groovy they can fly. So this is pretty much what Google and Amazon wanted about yeah. a year ago, yeah, yeah, and, and they're true. getting it. Yeah. Disney hired a special team of drone operators to combat unauthorized drones attempting to steal footage of the filming of Star Wars Episode 306. <laughs> I guess that's the latest one. Something like that. Yeah, Star Wars 8. Details on how the permitted drones will chase off the unpermitted drones is not known, but the concept of some drone versus drone combat taking place on a Star Wars set is very self-referential. It is. Yeah. I was going to say, wow. Yeah, well, exciting. this is the God, this crazy world. Really, yeah. I mean, it's a crazy I hate, world. I hate saying that. I'm sorry I said that. I didn't it's mean to say that. It's a crazy world. It's crazy. What's but happened? It, but to it, yeah, these, where's my sarsaparilla yeah. I, I uh, no, I just all I meant is the idea of this high tech piracy taking place on the set of a. Well, who cares? I know. Who I don't really cares? care either. I They're going to take. Filming know, of of cameras filming something else. I know. I and know. Uh, and it's fantasy. Right. I'm with you. I just, yeah. Jeez. I know. Where's my Where is my sarsaparilla tea? <laughs> yes. Mahler just drank it. <laughs> Bad faster. Oh, yeah. Oh, poor Mahler. boy. Mahler's a big Star Wars fan. He's pretty upset. I. Oh, and now news from the clown car. Oh, oh man. Oh, the five God. remaining presidential <laughs> candidates on the Republican side, real estate mogul Donald Harefire Trump, Senator Ted the Creep Cruz, Florida <laughs> Senator Marco Robot Rubio, neurosurgeon Ben Pyramid Carson, and Ohio Governor John I Control Your Womb Kasich faced off in Houston for the last <laughs> dance-off before Super Tuesday. And in uh, this corner, it uh, looked like that. I don't even want to talk about it. it was I know, just, it I was don't ridiculous. even. I don't even want to talk about it except that you're they, repeating yourself. No, no, yeah, I'm no I not. am repeating. Yes, what you, you are. Yeah, no, I, I'm not. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Please, gentlemen, gentlemen. For a good forty-five, I think that's what they said on the news. Forty-five six, forty-five seconds. Uh, uh, Trump and Rubio talked over one another. Yeah. For almost a whole minute. And then, and then they got chills out in the audience, going, "Oh yeah." Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, somebody said that. That that, that sounded almost like they'd hired somebody to oh, shrink. Oh, of course they did. Of and, course, and yeah. It, was, it is, it is just, really network. I mean, when I watch well, it's these, just reality it, it is, TV. I know, yeah. it's just, it is. It's, it's Jerry Springer-style politics. It oh, really yeah. It is. I mean, you're half expecting somebody to be forced to take a blood test to prove they're not the baby 
father. Yeah. In the you know in the middle of this. I so agree. I just really, it's bizarre. It, it really is. In his third consecutive victory, Trump easily won the Nevada Republican caucuses mm-hmm. with 46% of the vote. Robot placed second with 24. The creep came in third with 21. Speaking to Nevada voters ahead of the caucus, Trump opposed Obama's plan to close the Guantanamo prison. And this whole thing makes me wonder, you know, why we're letting caucuses in a backwater state like Nevada decide the nominee for president. Oh. But that's just me. And sorry to call Nevada a backwater, but it's it, not too much more. It's, yeah. it's a playground for California. Yeah. Let, let's see. And let's go back to the origins of, of, of Las Vegas. Yeah. A mobster operation. Yeah. And I just, uh, the whole thing. Is- In South Carolina, Trump sealed his fur his place as front runner, winning the primary with 32% of the vote. Robot barely beat Creep for second place. Yeah, barely. Yeah. And Herefart's victory came a day after he cited a story about a U.S. general who supposedly executed Muslims uh, prisoners a century ago using bullets dipped in pig's blood. And he was saying it like it's a really neat thing, you know, like we showed them. Oh, my God. He had to go there. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, God, you know, know, I mean, you know, obviously Muslims uh, think it's not a good thing to eat pork. And and Trump thought it was really cute that we were executing them 100 years ago uh, with bullets dipped in pig blood this guy can't be president he just can't be i I just following a decisive loss in the south carolina primary former florida republican governor jeb exclamation point bush ended his bid for the 2016 republican presidential nominee yeah uh sad face sad face yeah and former secretary of state hillary i'm a woman clinton Beat Vermont Senator Bernie the Jew Sanders in the Nevada caucuses, winning 53% versus Sanders 47%. Meanwhile, a Reuters poll showed Sanders with a 6% lead nationally over Clinton. Yeah, that's a Reuters poll. That's, you're, that's you're, the, you're the first person to give me a ray of hope since Nevada's, uh, the Nevada caucuses. I have well, been so complete. Go ahead. Well, yeah, yeah, I'll keep going. And speaking of beating Clinton, a Black Lives Matter activist. Interrupted Hillary during a private yeah. fundraiser in Charleston, South Carolina, home of the River Dog minor league baseball team, uh, and the uh, whose uh, director of fun is Bill Murray. Is Love the right? River Dog. Okay, Love the River anyway, Dog. Yeah. Yeah, there is Hillary at a fundraiser in South Carolina, and during the event, Ashley Williams, a young lady, held a banner reading, "We have to bring them to heel," which is a reference to. The white entitlement statement Hillary, Hillary made in 1996 yeah. about black youth. At that point, she called them super predators. Yes, that was the deal. Yeah. When they were trying to impose all these three strikes, mandatory sentencing, it was they, they constructed this thing in the media, these yeah. super predators. They weren't even, they were barely human. Yeah, we're talking they, about yeah. you know, the five kids in New York right. that were framed exactly. for the murder. The, of, the Central Park yeah. rapist uh, yeah. case. Right. Exactly. No, I, this is the stuff people don't remember. Oh, the other thing that people don't remember is that Bill Clinton threw Jesse Jackson under the bus in 96 or 90, I'm sorry, 92 with that whole sister soldier thing yeah. in order to prove that he wasn't beholden to any black constituency. Bill Clinton was stepped all over the, the, the what am I trying to say? He, he used it as a political tool to further his yeah. political ambition. To, to degrade black voters. Well, this is, it was a great little video. That didn't come out right, but anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it was a great little video. That. Yeah. Because Williams, this is the, the young lady. Yeah. She confronted Clinton saying, yeah. I'm not a super predator. 
will you apologize to the black people for mass incarceration, yeah. which is what was going on that back there. That was all mandatory sentencing. And in the background. Crack laws. In the background of this fundraiser, you hear people looking at the, at the young lady there and saying, this is not appropriate. Yeah, I, I heard this, that. Yeah. I, I heard that. No, I'm telling you, you guys, I'm just Hillary is not who she says she is right now. In Kalamazoo, Michigan, officials say six people were killed and two injured when an Uber driver went on a four-hour-long shooting rampage, opening fire on people at random. Yeah. In response, Donald Trump said, we need to shut down the Uber until we find out what's going on. Right. He didn't do that. Oh. Sorry, still. But he says that about Muslims. No. I just wonder why he wouldn't say it about... Uh, a corporation <laughs> about, about people yeah about them yeah, senate republicans vowed not to hold even so much as a courtesy meeting with president obama uh about the pick for a supreme court yeah yeah i do think this is going to hurt them yeah i i don't maybe i'm wrong i i could easily be wrong about this the fact that we're going to go 15 months 14 months 15 or maybe oh, a yeah. year a year and a half without it's a supreme probably going to be a year and a half yeah, i would think by the time they get the the nomination, assuming the president on the first, the new president on the first day puts somebody up for a nomination, it'll be at least a year and a half from now. Before well, they're they... waiting for a new white president, yeah, I suppose. Exactly, yeah. President Obama submitted a plan to Congress to close Guantanamo Bay military prison, despite Obama's pledge to close the facility as one of his first acts after taking office in 2009. Yeah. There are still 91 prisoners there, 35 of whom have been cleared for release. Yeah, I can't. I really can't blame Obama. He, I, it appears to me. Well, it sounds like he's been pinched from all corners. He's been trying here. Yeah. to do this. He's been trying. I, I just can't. As much as I'd like to ding him, I, I can't ding him on this one. In Rhode Island, hundreds of protesters flooded an anti-refugee news conference at the State House. Speakers at the anti-refugee event included former Michigan Representative Pete Hoxtra, Rhode Island Republican congressional candidate Russell Taub and Charles Jacobs, president of a group called Americans for Peace and Tolerance, not, you know, I, uh, the, the names of these things, you know. I, who, he was shouted down by protesters as he described the dangers posed by Syrian refugees. Yeah. And in Maine, Governor Paul LePage suggested that asylum seekers were his state's biggest problem because they carry diseases. Yeah. You get hepatitis C, tuberculosis, AIDS, HIV, he said, and... The Zyke fly. And the the Zyke fly. Yeah, that would be the Zika virus, yeah. Governor. You, how did this guy get elected to me? He's really bad. He's a, he's like a he's Kansas bad. He's 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 got the he's got the titsy fly, I guess, in, in the Zyke no. fly. You just don't I just don't associate New England with this level of ignorance, really. This yeah, guy, yeah. You know, I guess yeah. I guess they're whatever. back there. Yeah, yeah, no. In Crystal City, Texas, officials advise residents to boil their water before drinking it after renovations to the municipal water tank caused sediment to leak into distribution lines, making tap water in some homes run black. We are currently going through administrative challenges that minimize our coordination. Yeah. The city posted on Facebook. Well, what really happens is the city's mayor, city manager, and mayor pro tempore were arrested by the FBI on bribery and gambling charges. That, that was that, That's why they're not coordinated right now. Yeah. Well, the thing I heard, I've been hearing about the Flint situation, the water situation, is is they're saying there's a bunch of Flints out there. There's a lot of them. So... Yeah. 
a water situation is not good. Uh, the hospital center that dispatched paramedics and treated Eric Garner, the black man who died after yeah. a police chokehold in Staten Island, has agreed to pay Garner's family $1 million. You remember that? Yeah. The, guy, the one yeah. police officer just so, wrestled him to the ground. Everybody piled on top. He's choking. saying, I can't breathe yeah. 11 times. Apparently, the, uh, they have video showing the emergency medical technicians taking Gardner's pulse but doing nothing else as yeah. he lies dying. Right. Uh, three of the uh, four EMTs are back at work. Work. The fourth remains on modified duty. Court documents accuse the EMTs of failing to examine Garner adequately or providing him with necessary life-saving procedures. Meanwhile, the man who filmed the fatal chokehold of Garner was arrested again. That's Ramsey Orta, says he has faced constant police harassment and surveillance by officers who at one point told him, you filmed us, so now we're filming you. Yeah. Orta was arrested after police said he assaulted his wife and her two-year-old son, but his wife... Jessica, Orta's wife, came to Orta's defense saying police have retaliated against Orta for filming the video of Garner. Where, where's uh, de, de Blasio on this? Mayor de Blasio. Where's, uh, what's his name? Our, our former police chief. Bra uh, Bra Brandon? Where Bra Bra indeed. Where's he? Where are these yeah. people on this? Hiding. Yeah. Albert Woodfox, who spent more than 43 years in solitary confinement. That's unimaginable. That's more than anyone else in U.S. history was released from prison in Louisiana. Wood Fox walked free after he entered a plea of no contest to charges of manslaughter and aggravated burglary of a prison guard more than four decades ago. Prior to the last Friday's settlement, his conviction had been overturned three times. Right. Wood Fox and the late fellow Angola Three member Herman Wallace were accused in 1972 of stabbing prison guard Brent Miller, they always maintained their innocence, saying they were targeted because of their attempts to address horrific prison conditions by organizing a chapter of the Black Panther Party. The Angola prison is, notor is and was notorious for the yeah. level of abuse involved there. There's it's, a good uh, documentary on the Black Panther Party right now on PBS. You can check it out. Yeah, it it's is good. streaming, too. Yeah. So it's, and it's also on, there's a documentary on Angola prison in Louisiana. Yeah. And by the way, the, what makes it so disgusting that he... Uh, he pled uh, out on this manslaughter charges. Yeah. Now he can't sue the state yeah. for being incarcerated in, in, in solid, 43 years 43 in solitary. solitary confinement. Yeah, That's yeah Mother, I don't blame you. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The City Council of Charlotte, North Carolina, voted 7-4 to four in favor of new protections to bar businesses from discriminating against lesbian, gay, bi, trans, queer, questioning people. Included in the ordinance is a provision allowing transgender people to use bathrooms that correspond with their gender identity. And the uh, Republican governor said that he's going to turn that over real quick. And Hollywood Presbyterian Medical Center paid a ransom in bitcoins of about $17,000 after hackers disabled its computer network. Yeah. Say that again. I have, I, I'm, I'm not processing that. Yeah, yeah. What is that, Mahler? Okay, Hollywood Presbyterian Medical Center. Right. They paid a ransom yeah. in bitcoins. In other words, they did it online yeah. to, of about $17,000. Yeah, yeah all right, Mueller. After hackers it. disabled its computer network. And what I'm saying here is they're, they were holding its computer network hostage gotcha. okay. until they got this ransom. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you got anything? Because I'm, I'm ready. I'm I just, to... you know, Hair Fart said that uh, he wishes he could punch uh, these one of the protesters in the face. Yeah, with, Mr. One of his Mr. Rel... Donald Trump, yeah, Esquire. Yeah, yeah Esquire. 
that just I, and again I, I don't know, I don't want to shake the rubble on Don Trump here yeah but it, it's just it, this is just amazing that this guy's being taken seriously that's yeah all. and so. I think I think he's really dangerous I I mean we make fun of him yeah but let's do more than make fun of him you know let's, the real concern is the, and I, yeah. I blame the media yeah I do too I absolutely blame they the media love for, for pushing him so front forward on this that you could not avoid kind of having a, a, a an entertainment factor of enjoyment watching him yeah and, and people who don't understand i suppose that that politics really isn't about entertainment right when it comes down to doing the the, the sausage making of politics it's not an entertainment occupation it's it's just grueling and stupid and and takes much patience and it's hard work to yeah. be in to be in political leaders to be truly a political yeah, leader you have to put up with a lot of crap from a lot of people and try to make them all come together and it's it's nearly impossible in some cases and trump is not that man he, he's, he's a foolish he's a, man he is he is a uh, in, in our he's he's a terrible person to be in charge of anything except what his daddy gave him in terms of yeah. fortune that he's blown two or three times and uh, it just it's I don't know. It's, I, it's a, just, it's hard to believe. Matt Tiabi. Tiabi, remember Matt? We had him on yeah, the show Matt many Tiabi, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. He wrote a great article, Rolling Stone, on Trump. Oh, good. And, and frames him as a con. Uh, I, I like, I think, I I like to see him that way and also just as a child. Yeah. The, the One other, one last thing that does trouble me is I think Trump, in if he were to decide, if he doesn't get the nomination, I think he will run as a third party. And I do think he will get 30, about 30% of the vote, 30, 35% of the yeah. vote. And I don't want to take this analogy too far. But that may be enough for him to win a plurality in yeah. an election. He yeah. could win 35% of the American vote. And oh, that yeah. might just be enough. Okay. And, and that's, that's I know you I, like to think about these things. I do. I yeah. do. And finally, in Florida, 18-year-old Malachi A. Love Robinson was accused for the third time. Yep. Yeah, yeah. What? He was accused for the third time since 2015 of impersonating a medical doctor. Oh my God. Yeah, there's one guy. I do currently hold a PhD, yeah. Sid Love Robinson, in what I don't feel comfortable disclosing because that is not the issue here. <laughs> you can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.